Welcome to another episode of the Odd Fathers podcast. All right, go. Let's go. Boom. <laughs> That's a good way to start. Okay, we recording? Let's do it. Yes, we are. Go ahead. Come All on, right. we always do it. Say All it. Right. Say it right I now. I always forget I what number. It. What number we are? You eight. know what number we are? Eight. Number eight. Number eight. We're really rocking these out. It's only been eight months. It's, I don't think it's been our priority, Anthony. We need to kind of speed them up. We, I mean, I our mean, our uh, our public demands our public, it. Yes, eight matches the amount of people that listen yeah, to this that's podcast. About eight that listen to me. Maybe. <laughs> maybe if we're lucky, it's eight. No, but I, I swear it. we got more. Hey, you said some guy from England accidentally downloaded it. Yeah, can you believe it, Troy? Oh, Troy, it is, is here today. Let's give a little round of applause for that. Yeah, Troy's here. That's always something special. Troy, hello. it is. Yeah. Hello, hello. Yeah, I looked up on uh, our stats, and it was one person from the UK downloaded it. And I sent a message. I told him, I said, I said, hey, he was up in Georgia. I said, hey, somebody from the UK downloaded He goes, it was a mistake. <laughs> it had to be a mistake. <laughs> Accidentally. That's all right. Now we are. Can you message that guy? Yeah. Like, do you know his name? Uh, no, no. Hey, we'll take I mistakes. think it was the prime minister. Is, did they have a prime minister there? The prime minister of the UK? They no. do have one. Yeah. Boris. It was I don't Boris. Think it's, is he the prime it minister? Was that, it was Boris. Could have been. That's what they call him, right? Yeah, I know, but I didn't know if he's prime minister. He's not president. They, they don't have presidents. Yeah. They have prime ministers. I know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fucking history lesson. I know, it's a, I'm <laughs> trying to be. Listen, Good Lord. current events. We are always full of information <laughs> yeah. and accurate facts. Oh, yeah. We're right on it. We're right on it. That's um, great. Anthony, why don't you do the honor? Yeah. We got a uh, special guest. We'll introduce her. Absolutely. And so uh, my wife and I were out. We met this lovely lady and struck up a conversation. And she had a has a very interesting personality and knowledge of a lot of different things. She comes from the west coast of the United States, but we'll let her explain more. So please, everybody, welcome Diane Gardner, Yay. our good friend. Yay. Yeah. Hello. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Thank you. We're looking forward to it. So one of the reasons why we wanted to have Diane on The Odd Fathers was she has a really interesting perspective on what actually went down in, in California. So, um, Diane, why don't you just give us a little background on, on you and where you're from? Yeah, how long you been here? Where, been he where? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll preface so, the whole story with I'm originally from New Jersey. So, okay, all right. You've been all Neighbors around. with Anthony from New York. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We don't get a clap for that. Not down here. You're all right. Anyway, um, I lived in California for 30 years until recently. I lived in San Diego for 10 years. And I moved to Los Angeles in the year 2000. I'm a hairstylist, makeup artist. I was very happy to move there. Um, I ended up working in Beverly Hills for many years. Hmm. Very exciting for someone like myself. And um, anyway, things seem so to... So Beverly Hills, not to interrupt you, but Beverly sure. Hills, so a lot of celebs? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're all normal people like us. They just have a different job. Really? Oh, yeah. They're mm -hmm. normal? Uh, yeah, a lot of them. The all ones right. that aren't, they don't last. Really? <laughs> yeah, I gracious, it was the gracious, way. kind, talented people last, definitely. Yeah. All right. I thought it was the other way around. Mm -mm. No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good to hear. Inside scoop. Now that's inside um, scoop. I don't mean knows. To, I just got to ask one question. It wasn't you with Pelosi. <laughs> no, but that woman <laughs> okay. is my okay, hero. Wanna, okay. She is our industry <laughs> hero. I just want to make sure it wasn't you that was in, maybe no. had the towel over her head. No, we're so I grateful for her. That turned everything around. In fact, the day that that happened, the news broke and salons opened immediately. Really? Really? Because you know, Nephew Gavin said, okay, salons, you can open now. Notice you said Nephew Gavin. Yeah, and a lot of people here, and I, well, we've mentioned Pelosi's it. Nephew. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and I, I don't know, maybe the people in California know that, but a lot of people outside of California don't. Yeah, there's a lot of things people outside of California don't know about no. California. <laughs> exactly. I hope there's that's a why lot you're of things here. we don't really want to know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Now we need to know. Yeah, I think so because. So, uh, yeah. So you were in San Diego, and now you're here. How long have you been here? I moved Fort here. Fort Myers, Florida. By I moved the way. here. I, I, um, For I our actually... English Channel people. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. You said San Diego. Diego. I did live there. Yes. Okay. For ten years. Um, 
I moved here. I was actually taken here by my brother-in-law because he rescued me as a refugee from California on April 13th. Wow. Thank goodness. And, and, you, say, and you say refugee, like, could you? Why do you say refugee? Well, the situation in Los Angeles got so bad. Um, it started many years ago of a constant, let's call it devolution of society. And um, so just prior to COVID-19 hitting and us being locked down on St. Patty's Day, 2020, they were letting all the criminals out of jail. Um, crime was at an all-time high. Homelessness has risen to the point of um, it's not safe to walk the streets. It's not even sanitary to walk the streets. Wow. So there were encampments all over. Anyway, then COVID-19 hit. <clears throat> we all got locked down on St. Patty's Day, 2020. And all of a sudden, all of these extreme um, limitations were put on our lives. So, for example, me being a hairdresser, I was labeled a non-essential worker. I was not allowed to work. And the mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti, went on television and said, if you see a non-essential worker working, here's the phone number to call. We pay snitches. We will pay you to report mm. someone working not only in their place of business, but if you find them working outside of their place of business. And the money that they used to pay these snitches came basically from your tax dollars? Probably. I mean, where else would it come from? Wow. That's just unbelievable. I mean, it's and what night was that day. Payday? What, what was yeah. it? 100 bucks, 200 bucks? Oh, I don't know. I didn't call and report myself, so I have no idea how I'm much. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't blame you. Okay, in addition to that, the other aspect of it is that the um, department, or I should say the, um, the Cosmetology Association in California, um, sent us notification that if we were caught in the salon, the salon owner would have a $10,000 a day fine. And if I, as an independent contractor within that salon, was that was showing up to the salon, it was a thousand dollar a day fine. A business can't sustain a ten thousand dollar a day fine. Salons don't make that much. No, I wanted to just back up. You said she was your hero. You you meant obviously you mean the the salon owner who was on the news, who owned the salon that Pelosi was at. Yes. And they basically what did they force her out of business? I mean, did she have to shut down? She was shut down for as long as all of us were. And so we're talking many months into it. And my understanding is that that salon owner owned multiple salons. They were, you know, what we call like a boutique salon where she rents chairs to, to certain stylists. They're all independent contractors. Right, right. So she got a call one day from one of her independent contractors who said, oh, you know, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, she called me, you know, she wants me to come in and do her hair because her hairdresser can't go to her house. So the salon owner said, oh, have her come in here. <laughs> oh, she set the trap. Turned the cameras wow. on. Yeah, yeah. Really? God bless her. I God mean, bless her is right. Yeah, she turned the tide for us. And so, yeah, that's how Nancy got busted. But she was so, getting her hair done the whole so time. So someone like that, of that went to the salon, yeah. is she stand more on the conservative side or was she on a liberal side that was just pissed off because the salon was closed down or was she like us who really would love to take Pelosi out and not in a literal way but well Troy I will say that it's irrelevant whether it's you know conservative liberal all of that's irrelevant this is a humankind issue mm -hmm. where our rights are being taken away and that's the bigger picture that a lot of people aren't addressing right now it's not you know well it's it's hypocrisy is what it is yeah, right. It's I mean, hypocrisy. Blat blat in your face, hypocrisy. Yeah. So someone of her, you know, political power, meaning Nancy Pelosi, just ignores all of us and and the effects on us. And so to answer your question about the owner, whether she was more liberal and did this or um, conservative did this, it's that doesn't matter because she was desperate. Here's a woman. She was frustrated. Who has all this obviously. overhead. Doesn't know how she's going to make ends meet. I know she's a mom. And out of desperation, it's like, what am I going to do to break this? I have to do something. And then the magic thing happened. She got the phone call. It's like, right. great, this is it. And it, it broke it for every hairdresser in the state of California. We were so allowed to go opened, to work the next so day. So they opened up. A lot, of, a lot of salons opened up, is what you're saying, after that? Immediately after that. And what were, were there repercussions to those salons immediately? Or how did it, you know, what, what happened? 
Well, there were no repercussions for salons because now we were allowed to open, but here's what happened. So I worked in a salon in Santa Monica, renting a chair from a dear friend of mine, Lisa Dixon. And sure enough, we say, great, this is great. We're gonna go back to work, get to the salon, and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door, a guy in a uniform with a lanyard with his name on it, and it says COVID-19 something or other. I don't know what his title was, but it looked like a police uniform. Hmm. So we call them the COVID police. He knocks on the door and he said, you're not in compliance. There's a 19 page compliance document that you have to post on the front glass window of your salon. Good Lord. And I we, mean, come on. Okay. All I mean, right. He made us. And so Lisa resisted. And she said, I have the document printed out, but why would I put it on my window? He goes, it's mandatory. No I mean, explanation. So all around Los Angeles, aside from hair salons, at that time, and now we're talking around June 2020 that we were allowed to open, you could go by, say, a framer's business on Pico Boulevard. You can go anywhere, and everybody has all these compliance pages taped up to their windows. Plastered. So, plastered, window. so it looked like they're out of business. I mean, who, who whatever. You could drive for miles and see Who this. makes these rules? I don't understand how they can just throw them in. I guess the government, they just are dictators. Well, was the, and is, it, is it I, L.A. County? Was it in L.A. County? L.A. County. So it's L.A. County. LA County. Were mm-hmm. there any protests? I guess, I, I mean, it's easy for us to say because we don't have to, but it's hard for you just to go out in the street and start raising hell. Well, that's a, great, I, that's a great question that you're asking. Were there any protests? Yeah, there were protests, but guess what they were? That was when Black Lives Matter, supposedly under protest, came through the entire city. And this was on June 6th, 2020. They came through the entire city of Los Angeles thousands and thousands of these kids i don't know where they came from i saw license plates from all over the united states so obviously this was well organized right they came through they smashed windows they had white vans unlabeled white vans loaded up the vans with all the loot you know all the contents of all these stores and totally destroyed the entire city of los angeles so that was a protest we had no chance to protest right well, they're not, the media is going to ignore you anyway. Right. And Diane, you brought it up before. These I white, bet Newsom knows vans, where it goes. These white vans. Could you elaborate on that? Because that's where some of the money went. Because there was no way that that much destruction that quick went down without planning, money, I mean, there's got to be a way to funnel that. I mean, follow the money, though. It would just be, I guess. These, I, I these BLM, the BLM and all these rioters, protesters, were funded by someone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, nobody is nobody's able to do that much damage and show up with gas masks and full Kevlar vests and especially the characters we saw doing right, this. Right, that's what I'm saying. We're not talking about the brightest bunch. Right. It's not. You know, it, we just said that. We're just trying to figure out who's funding them. That's well, and that's. I think we kind of know. Lady but we just try to be I'm, able to figure out how. But does everybody just say Soros by dis- default, or is that truly who's behind this? That's truly who's behind this. And our, gov- our government knows it. They're all related. And they're try- that's what they're working on right now. And, um, again. So, I mean, we might be able to put him in prison or something. I mean, he's old, so he doesn't have that much time to live. But let's make it miserable as possible. That's what's so sad. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Um, well, the way I understand it, and I was talking to Anthony about this, I compare it to Rudy Giuliani and how he saved New York City. Giuliani came along in the 90s and... He said, hey, you know what? All we need to do is implement the law. No more pissing in the street. You honk your horn, it's a $200 fine. Okay. That quieted, you know. He 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 never understood that. Like, that speeds people up. You're stuck in traffic. What do you want them to do? (laughs) There were literally signs. signs, Sign posts. Do not honk. $250 fine or $200 fine. For real. All throughout the city. Well, I, I think that's a good He was law. the best mayor they've had in okay, so, forever. So. so he just implemented all the laws. He also implemented a homeless program, and that was where he did a little uh, test section down in Soho where you take the homeless and you ask all the business owners in Soho, hey, you know, do you need somebody to just maybe run errands for you, maybe sweep your street? And so he, the program was take the homeless, do a psych eval if they were not needing to be, you know, completely medicated somewhere. He'd give them a job. He gave them uniforms with their names on it. So my friend, Bill Franzblau, 
he had an entertainment company down in Soho. So anyway, so meaning like a strip club? No, no, no. It was a. It was a. <laughs> Look at where he goes right away. Look. It was called Interfilm. It was a like interactive. You go to the movies and interact. Very ahead of its time. Wow. For the eighties. Yeah, I'm sorry, nineties. So anyway, so. So Andy was his local guy. So Andy would sweep the streets, and Andy would say to people, "Hey, pick that up! No, this is my street." Right. Yeah. So he took so that, pride in it. Yeah, pride. and that also gave, gave him a sense of purpose and a sense of purpose, self-esteem, and they rolled that out. And then all of them got a place to sleep, shower, get clothes, be fed, but they all had a purpose, and that's what started turning around the homelessness. That's what got rid of the homelessness in New York. Giuliani implemented that. And then um, the other thing that Giuliani did to answer your big picture about who's going to take out, and we're talking about George Soros, let's mm. just, the name. If right. someone doesn't know who he is, Google it and look at the Mike Wallace interview with him from the 90s. Then you'll see who we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so what Giuliani did is They're he, all related. <laughs> what Giuliani did is he actually took out all the crime families, all in one felt swoop. But that took many years. Rico. The RICO law, yeah, you have to get everybody involved, like from the bottom all the way to the top, and then they all go down. And I do believe our government's working on that. But I want I want you to tell the story about the white vans because that's that that was very very interesting to me. <sighs> that's a very interesting story. So, again, massive amount of rioting happened on June sixth, and so. It was probably, I don't know, a few days later, maybe even five days later. I was driving up PCH, which is Lincoln Boulevard, going through Santa Monica, and all of a sudden, I look, and I look at this school. It's a very big piece of property, and there's a mural painted on the side of it. And then I look up at top, and it said the um, Michelle and Barack Obama, and I forget the name of the center, my gut was telling me it said like the reimagination center something silly like that it didn't make any sense what do i see on the property which is acres white vans like the transit vans like the tall transit vans like the mercedes no, well yeah but they were like Ford a sprinter but, right, they, were sprinter, mercedes, but yeah. they weren't mercedes yeah right wow filled i was I'm gonna like, say how many you know i mean that many filled so were they just giving this stuff away possibly to the imagination people <laughs> no <laughs> that would be no. very nice wouldn't it they Picture were imagining TV. burning down more buildings <laughs> and cities that's what they were imagining no they were they were supplying the rioters with their vehicles with ve with vehicles with all kinds of so they could bring supplies in and make all of this nonsense happen. But with that being said, think of how many people have to be on, on to that. I mean, that's a just lot like of people got to be involved. It's global. Yeah. I, yeah. But I'm surprised things, no one's talking. But like, See, if you're the mayor, there's not a the whistleblower. Mayor, or, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they say 9-11 was, you know, some people say that it was, you know, we created this or there was an inside a job. Conspiracy, think yeah. of how many people that it would take to pull that off. And that I don't care if you paid each person a billion dollars Sooner or later, somebody is going to have well, to come clean. Well, wait a minute. The people that are getting in these vans don't care who's funding it. They're not asking. No, but so. I'm saying if I'm the mayor or I'm so the police not. department, I'm driving by there and I see all these white vans that I was just battling these people on the street. And I'd be like, hey, 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 hold on a second. I got to ask questions about well, this. Now, that could be a different story. Someone may be paying somebody. I don't I know. I mean, but. if she drove by it and saw it, I mean, how many other people drove by and saw it? Well, and the people that are running the city, like... They're like, you just trashed my city. That's a good question, but I just don't think people are aware. They're it not in California. It, no, and it's not <laughs> illegal to have a bunch of vans in there smoking either. weed at the beach. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, bingo. Listen, there were only maybe two channels, broadcast media that would show exactly the city's burning. You never saw it on the mainstream media. They wouldn't show it. They really so you're in show. LA and you're That's watching that your local time. news. They weren't Peaceful showing protest. the downtown getting jacked up. No, um, no, it wasn't being shown. But again, my salon was in Santa Monica, and Santa Monica was decimated, so I had to go. Did your salon get decimated? No, in fact. Um, when you say decimated, meaning I mean, destroyed, just, windows to, broken. To, windows, windows broken, all the contents emptied, people stealing everything. Whatever yeah, they could get their hands on. And then, of course, everybody had to board up their windows because they were all smashed, and that's all right. across the city. Well, that's what's going on now. I mean, you know, 
there's so much misinformation with um, media and so people are conf totally confused but the powers that be and these are the good people because it's a let's just face it it's a war against good and evil that's how i look at it but the good people they're they're getting to the source of who this is good i hope they do and it's a big chain of command it's not just like the tip of the iceberg because they just hit the tip of the iceberg with some indictments that you know yeah meaning california no or i'm meaning talking about no, federal federal because by the way everything i'm describing happened in many cities all over the country um but was it always like that like what was the what do you consider was like the beginning of the end was it was it a certain politician was it a certain group of politicians was it COVID? did it happen quick it just seems like everything happened so quick well, in total, I lived there for 30 years before I became a refugee. <laughs> right. So right. Um, it was always fun-loving, open, beautiful state. I mean, the quality of life is probably, at that time, was probably the best in the United States of America. The weather is awesome. The weather is amazing every day. And um, the natural beauty of the state. I mean, you could do anything, hiking, skiing. Right. It's beautiful. Anything you want swimming. I mean, it, you can so. go to the beach. At one big, day, right, and then go big. skiing the next day. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, well, the same day. You can watch the walk the beach and, sh and not even sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I, I did love it. We can't even I, make it to my our brother, car down here. Yeah, my brother lives out there. I loved it. I mean, the weather was fantastic. And the scenery. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful state. It really is. Yes. So how, so at that time, did you did just something that you saw that yes. led you to believe, like, hey, this is not going in a good direction? There was an exact moment. <clears throat> so... Coming from New Jersey, I have two nieces that would come out every single year for a month in the summer. And from the time they were three and four. So this one particular year, it was 1996. They were 11 and 12. And I lived in Marina del Rey, beautiful area on the marina, a walk to Venice Beach. So we walk from the, you know, it's on the boardwalk. It's really asphalt, but to <laughs> Venice Beach. It and doesn't have holes in it, though. It's really nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can wear high heels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so my nieces, and of course I saw it too, but I had seen it coming for a while. They looked around. They said, Aunt Diane, what happened? What happened to our Venice? They call it our Venice because they related to it. You know, it's their summer spot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it changed that quick, but it seems like it's still going on. Like well, well, what Anthony's asking is that pivotal moment. So this was the year 1996, and it was the year that they legalized marijuana. Now. <clears throat> well, everyone went there. That's the problem. I'm not against the legalization of marijuana. I'm not. But I of think what, what happened. What was that word you just tried to say? Legalization what the hell of marijuana. Was that? But I oh think God. what happened is it opened on, the state dude. up to everybody else. I mean, you tell me, you were there. Yes, because it was the first state in the United States to legalize marijuana. So everybody from everywhere said, hey, I can go live on the beach in that beautiful well, weather that Troy described. Most <laughs> of the people are not CPAs and attorneys that are coming out there for the, right. for the marijuana. You know, well, so Was, right, it, was it medicinal or rec recreational? How, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Did they first start with medicinal? For medicinal purposes, or from was a legal strictly, perspective, or was it strictly recreational? You could smoke outdoors, and that's not a good a problem. question. Because when they first rolled it out that it's legal, you had to go see a doctor, and they had them all lined up on on the boardwalk in Venice Beach. You just walk up, have an appointment, pay your fee, pay forty dollars, mm -hmm. and, and then you walk can to get the door the, next door. Exactly. <laughs> and go shopping. Exactly. That's what they the do here. They do that wow. now here. So well, anyway, here in a lot of places, but yeah. So um, the way that it. It started going downhill as a result of that. And um, like, for example, little girls on roller skates would roll up to my nieces, and they're 11 and 12, and say, oh, do you want to smoke? And no, I'm wow. and so yeah, see, I, I life, didn't even think of that, really. Yeah. So ever since that year, all of, the, all of the homeless people have just, to your point, has, had all headed to California, all live on the beach in the gorgeous weather. And then just fast forward to recently, just, just before COVID-19, the homeless problem was so bad that the city, who has always been encouraging it, they say that they're taking money to help them. And here's how they help them. They would come around with tents and give them tents. And then they would fortify the tents and they would give them wood and tools to build frames, to frame out the tents so that they would be their home. Like a house. And, and claim and claim that they're housing the homeless. You're kidding me. <laughs> Honey, I, I lived it. 
Well, I know wasn't it, there a designated street right. too? So like, there's like a street where they like kind of. Yeah, was it in the parks? Was it in public? Like, where was, was there it? was like a street that was pretty much closed down. If you walk down there, it's just like tents up and down each side, right? Um, probably in '96, that may have been that way. But um, you know, progressing over the years, everywhere, anywhere in Los Angeles, I don't care if you're in Calabasas, which is a beautiful, beautiful, yeah, you know, nice neighborhood where you would never expect even one homeless person everywhere under every freeway encampments everywhere really yes thousands and thousands and thousands so just of an homes. overpass they're allowed to just go choose that spot i like the anywhere. view man. anywhere who, who, whoever got there first yeah you right, do you think these people are illegals i don't mean to i mean is it increased yeah. because of that yeah. and obviously all of it just all the whole yeah that's a good point bus the whole vortex of all of it's been so do you do think a lot of the homeless people are illegals or I don't want to say just Spanish, but they're not just like white, retired or injured military people that it's, just not playing with a full deck anymore? It's all of those things. That I you would just say it's mentioned. everybody. It's right. everybody yeah. because you've got um, you've got people that have mental issues and they have nowhere to go. So they're on the streets. And then of course you have the drug dealing that's going on inside of all the tents. You have prostitution going on inside the tents. You have child trafficking going on in the tents. I'm sure everything. Yeah, None of it's, it's m measured. And then of course you have your, you know, homeless veterans to your point, Troy. I mean, this is what the government's for. If you ask me is for homeless, this not, kind of stuff, not, not, this all not California government. So obviously. what are they doing with the money and where is this all going? Is it that's getting good, worse? I mean, that's a good question. I, I'm surprised. Bingo. I'm surprised you don't see anything but moving trucks on the way out. That's when you do. Okay. So huh? that's my segue into being a refugee, right? So here I was a non-essential worker. They let us work. Then they shut us down. Then they let us work. And then they shut us down and say, now we're at stay at home orders. You can't go out of your home while they had released everyone from all the prisons and everybody that's on the streets that we're not allowed to walk on are they're out they're doing the drugs that the because you got all the cartels you got the drug dealers you got the murderers you got the rapists you got everybody on the streets wow okay so you mean the people that don't follow the law weren't following the law <laughs> <laughs> right exactly <laughs> well they were given permission to not follow the oh. law how about that insanity right it's a kind of like de blasio letting you piss on the street <laughs> He says de Blasio. I love it. De Blasio. He, he says empanada, too, instead of empanada. I love Is that it. like the Norfolk Myers way to say I, it? I, that's, I, I've never heard it anybody say it that way. De Blasio, so how do you say people, it? All these de people get a pass, is what you're saying. Yes, but going back to everybody moving out in droves, and they are. So because everyone's moving out of California in droves, you can't get a moving truck. So here right. I was. I've come to the conclusion where there is no way my salon's ever going to be normal. There's no way I could function as a professional in Los Angeles. And so I wanted to move. Well, not only are there no moving trucks, and this is something I decided at, uh, I would say maybe December 1st, 2020. So from December 1st, I'm trying to plan to get the heck out. So it's not even been a year yet. Right. So sure enough, can't get a truck. Then I say, okay, well, let me just start the process of emptying out all my belongings and donating them because I wanted to travel light. And I knew I wanted to move to Fort Myers, Florida. I love Fort Myers, Florida. To me, it's a refuge. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, well uh, it is. Welcome. welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So sure enough, I couldn't even donate my belongings because every single... Oh, they're probably packed with all kinds of... No, shut down for COVID-19. They're not oh. accepting anything. This is, yeah. So get that was this. back when insane. on the surface, COVID insane. lasted for four or five days, Fauci was saying. So you couldn't even touch the stuff, right, probably, right. let alone it being right. open. Remember, first it was only on like the countertops and then stainless steel. And then, oh, now it's on cardboard. Don't touch your box. Right, it was like, on everything. Your box but if down it's from aluminum, Amazon. it lasts for five days. Right. Oh, yeah. Salvation <laughs> Army, Habitat for Humanity, Unreal. Goodwill. We don't take anything. COVID-19. So I called everyone I knew I was like what can I do what can I do I have a dear friend all of a sudden he this light bulb went off in his head he looked at me his head tilted. he goes Moro I said what he goes you know Moro the bartender at this particular place he used to be a furniture mover when he paid his way through college give him a call so I said no I'm gonna go find him <laughs> so I tracked him down I walked up and I said Moro um, by the way do you know anyone that wants this furniture? And I had taken pictures of all my furniture that I've had for, gosh, I had it 20 years. No, 30 years. 
I had for 30 years. So I struck a deal with him. I said, Marlon, here's the deal. I have to get out of California. I can't move my stuff. Will you please take everything I own? And I'm talking everything, including kitchen utensils, like soup to nuts, because I can't move. Right. You can't bring and it he with said, you. okay. It took us four weeks. He came over and he brought all his friends and relatives and everybody, and they just moved everything, everything I own, everything. And what I couldn't take, I put into a dumpster, and then I scaled down my clothes, figuring what can I, what can I use in Florida? But you need less than in California. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't need much. I packed up five UPS boxes of my belongings, which were my clothes, my shoes, and um, shipped it to my sister's house. Nice. And that's how I fled. And then my brother-in-law, her husband, came out. Again, they're retired military, so they called it Operation Lady Die. <laughs> right? He's like, that's it, Die. we got 10 days, and I'm pulling you by the scruff of your neck. we got to get on that plane. we got to get around we'll here. We'll see you at 0300 here. <laughs> Be ready. Yeah. So but I'm saying, imagine being so unhappy that you would leave your home. Of, of no, of you've lived there for 30 years, that's right? That's what I mean. You imagine said. being so, so frustrated with everything that's going on that you said, I can't take it anymore. I need out. Mm -hmm. That's bad. More, than, more than that. My next question is, what's going to be left? Because if you're one of them, all these people are pulling out, again, the professionals aren't moving in. This is going to be like a, I mean, it's going to be like a, a zombie town. Well, that I remains. I mean, who's going to pay taxes? Who's going to pay, who's going to continue up the budget in this place? I mean, I, if they keep filling it with illegals. Who, who is going to be well, paying Well, if there's no taxes. business and you got right. business people pulling out and you got all these people leaving like crazy. And, and not include, we didn't even get into the taxes yet. You know, your right. income tax and all that. I mean, you got to be thrilled here. You know, you're not, none of that. So, I mean, we complain because we just got a penny increase in our sales tax, you know, in 7%. You know, we're bitching Everybody about that. Everybody whining. So. <laughs> and again, true. that's another very good question because the state of California is collapsing. And I do believe it's by design. That's a bigger question that we could talk about another time. But it is truly by design. I think it may be by design, too. Absolutely. And here's the thing, like too. Like maybe the whole government. But, I mean, that's the next one. But I think you're, it could be. And I don't know who's designing it and who they or, are. Or, but, or what the purpose is. Right. What is the reasoning? Well, I don't know. You have one of the wealthiest now nations really in the it's, world. It's the destruction of the country, Troy. I know, but I don't get it for what it's reason. It's got to start like, somewhere. If, if I was king, I'd rather be king of a bunch of wealthy people and successful people. That's only going to make me a better, wealthier king. Why do I want to run a bunch of I, I don't think bumps? they're able to be king of wealthy but people. If, they if think you want to be problem. a king, you want to have say over all the land. You, you want to have say over all the people. You want to have control. So the more you obtain, the more control you have. I mean, and and one of the and what I wanted to talk about too is what I found really amazing, is that Diane would talk and she would say and she would talk to people and she talked to us and she would tell us that people don't believe, people outside of California don't even understand what is happening there. They didn't know there were riots. I mean, am I, am I being accurate? Is You're it? being 100% accurate. I have video footage. Well, they footage didn't show of, the riots like they did. I mean, they don't show that Black Lives Matter. If they do, they're not going to show the riot part. They're going to show the, the right when they start, the peaceful part, or have a giant fire going behind them and tell them it's peaceful. Yeah, I know, but we saw So it's a we media. Saw, we're back we to riots. all media again. I mean, that's, that's where the ones that are blocking it out. I mean. Exactly. So if I could give a visual to all the listeners, here's the visual. I could drive. Three. From my place, <laughs> Marina Del Rey, and I have a dear friend that has a hair salon up on Melrose Place, so you figure Hollywood. It's a 45-minute drive. So from my home in Marina Del Rey, jumped in the car. She wanted to meet with me in secret, of course, because if we're inside the salon, who knows what would have happened. And that entire drive, everywhere, I took La Brea all the way across. Um, anyway, 45 minutes of nothing but boarded up businesses that have been totally decimated and destroyed. 45 minute drive. And that's just one person driving a 45 minute drive. Now you figure, you know, the whole circumference of the city, imagine all that destroyed. And, and I don't think it's just LA. I think San Francisco, all these yeah. towns are having issues in other States. Like no at, doubt. Yeah. Look at even Austin. I was out in Austin two months ago and that place was littered with bugs or bums too. 
Well, like right on the no doubt. everything. Well, there's a lot of Californians moving. I mean, nothing personal. I don't mean to. Well, I'm a New Jerseyite. Okay, good, good. Because <laughs> they're pouring into Austin. They say they're trying to. So, I mean, I mean, how would you like to be the mayor of L.A.? I mean, if that's the case, I mean, are they just running a dead city or is it? No, he was <clears throat> absent the entire time. Well, he's a bum. He guy. was in Washington no D.C. He was uh, labeled himself as being on the Biden um, campaign committee. The entire time, the city was decimated. He so was, he's MIA. He, he's been MIA. In fact, he's still MIA. Well, was he, is he there basically trying to get government, are you, like federal funding to assist him in his over How long crazy does it missteps? Take? It doesn't take a year. You know, I mean, if he's been gone, that he's there to... Yeah, the election's over. I mean, Washington isn't exactly <laughs> I mean? a place you take a vacation. So he's there for some personal reason. personal personal gain exactly yeah. i was going to say trying to move the, up the ladder okay and in the meantime while cities are being decimated like san francisco los angeles especially etc the governor is calling it an emergency getting federal funding oh the fires oh the fires are out of hand okay fe- emergency funding they're they're you let it happen and they are just literally in my opinion stealing our federal dollars from the federal government creating a situation making it a disaster and just taking all the money and to your point where does it go right, and that's a damn good question exactly and so just so you know i got notification today that hair salons require a covid um, vaccine vaccine card just to come in and get your hair done and so by November 1st, every restaurant, every venue, everywhere, including hair salons, you need a vaccine card to go in. Even meant, though you can still get COVID and you can still right, pass after it. You're vaccinated, but yeah. you need this. Yeah. Now, this isn't the and business the way, owner wait, implementing this. This is the government implementing it. That's is, the, that's the problem is, I have with really. Okay, but you don't need ID to vote. I, just, <laughs> I rest my case. It. I mean, you might as well just end it right it's, there. It's just that proves just there's ridiculous. an agenda. It, I mean, that, there's nothing more than that. I mean, that Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative. I mean, that's just common sense. There's definitely somebody's got to raise their eyes and be like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong and it's going fast. Yeah. But the thing is, is there's I have a number of friends, obviously too many, but not I mean, <laughs> maybe not enough in some ways that they don't see an issue with it. They're like, that's completely different. And I'm like, mm-hmm. How is that different at all? I, I mean, if anything, it should almost be reversed, in my opinion. Right. But they just seem like, like, what's the matter with you that you think that that's a problem? They're, they just, I don't, are I don't these, know what it is. Are these friends of yours that live here in Florida? Yeah, well, and I don't why, have, I don't have a lot of them. But, but I mean, that's why they don't understand. You have to be in it to understand that this is full government control of the population. She's correct. It would be nice if they, we could ship them for a couple of weeks out there. Yeah. Just give no, them a but month. I mean, don't get Let me wrong. Get Those are the people it. that are still you know I mean? driving yeah. in their car wearing a mask right. here in Fort or Myers. Outside, so they, outside, yeah, riding like, a bike with These a mask. people are still are living in this world. They might fit into California because you're like, what the hell is the matter with you? Right, send them out there. And they're you know, 35, yeah. 40 years old. Exactly. So they're not even old. They're like not one leg in the grave. So they got to like be careful. And they're the ones that I don't. Know. What's scary is the government's going to tell them to do something next, and they're going to do that, and they're, they're going to do that. You know, well, you how, know, when did they even, say no? Even worse, though, is they'll turn you not doing this into a racist thing, and you're like, all right, well, that's a big jump. Now you're like right. all the way over right. here, right. and you're like, <laughs> didn't the FBI walk into one of a salon or the salon you were working at? Oh, over the course of my career, I've had the FBI approach me three different times, and they wanted information on my clients. Really, and. When did that start? Three different times. So when what kind of information, like about their COVID status? No, I'm talking about you must when, be. I, when I was in La Jolla in San Diego. Right, you're working on... Which was from 90 to the year... Um, so people that might be involved drug. with drugs or sex stuff. Mm, could be bigger. So when they would come and que- they would question you about a specific client? Yeah. And ask you to give up information, a bit like have have they talked to you while you're doing their hair? Have they opened up about? Would they give you like a specific question? We want to know. Do you know if so and so knows anything about? X? No, no, they wouldn't do that. They would just say, "We'd like to talk to you about this particular client." And I said, "Well, I'm sorry, I can't help you because I've been doing this for so many years." 
There's a HIPAA rule with hairdressers. It's The girls will divulge everything to their right. hairdresser. It's like a bartender. <laughs> In one ear and out the other. And they go, okay, we're done here. Well, the fact that they would even come question you, though, you would think that that would almost raise eyebrows in itself. And you're like, oh, here's this, this client that comes in and then they're coming to ask you about it. Or with these clients already, you're like, eh, I know they're involved with something, but hey, they're still paying me my 400 bucks for a haircut. So I'm just going to go with it. No, I, that's not. No, that's not not been my frame of mind. It's just that. Did you think these people were questionable characters that they came and asked oh, you about? Or do they just seem normal and you're like, hey, what is the deal? Normal, wealthy, powerful people. Hmm. Exactly. I don't I don't know their I don't know what they're doing. Right. And I, you've, I, you've, I wouldn't have an answer for the FBI anyway. Some, but you've had some sex high, stuff. High but they would just think the hairdresser <laughs> would talk. Again, he's going for the sex. <laughs> no, is that what it is? The sex trade stuff? I don't know. You might have to go. You might have to go on a date. No, night tonight. People, they, those people. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, is making a difference. Happened. Sorry. No. no, I mean, but it, it does seem these people that are involved with this are just, just so wealthy. They have so much stuff. They just got to go to such a realm to push things even further. That like to be satisfied to to, to feel I, content. I don't, I don't even think it's for them to be satisfied or, for, or feel content. It's almost like they need more. Like they just need something. I don't. Obviously, nothing makes them content if they got to start sleeping with a ten-year-old. I mean, Where, how, how did we get into ten-year-old pedophilia? Wow! Wow! We, we, where did we go? We've taken a turn. <laughs> so we're talking about California. Leave it to Troy. It is. Leave it to Troy. It is to take us on a, a train, a, a crazy train into hell. I'm going to tell a story about a salon that I know about. Oh, that's in, it. In Cap, in California, that did something that I thought was kind of crazy during this period of time. Um, I'm not going to mention what salon it is for the sake of just protecting them. But what bothered me about it was in the midst of them being closed down, and, it, and it's a salon very similar to yours where they are independent contractors. They, they were closed down and everybody started getting rambunctious. They needed to make money and blah, 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 blah. And so, and it's a very large salon. Like I'm talking 50 plus stylists in the place. And so they had this, um, she was going to, what would you call it a gathering i don't want not a riot whatever like a thing outside and they invent invited the governor of california down there and it wasn't that she was asking to open the doors what she was asking for was more funding instead of asking let us work she was asking for more, more money. money and that's the thing that i was like well, why is she not? Why is she asking for that instead of open the let doors? Let Let everybody and, work. And so it's just a mentality there that she's going through all this hoopla, inviting the governor, doing all this stuff, and she wasn't asking to open the doors. She was asking for free money. And in they're they're hustlers. I mean, hairdressers work hard. So I mean, these are people that I'm not saying that they're just looking for a free ride, but it's the way their mind is programmed. They didn't go to first. Can I work? Can I work? Their their default was. Give us more money. We're buying into what you're selling. You're telling us to close. They weren't just looking for time off. I mean, they, they weren't looking for it. They're just like buying it like, hey, we got to stay closed. So give us free money. And that was their that was their default. So right. did the governor show up? No. Did anyone representing the governor show up? Uh, I don't believe so. Did the mayor of San Diego show up? No, I don't think so. So okay. nobody showed up. Not See? that I'm not that I'm aware of. Not that I was wow. aware of. I mean, I only saw pictures. I don't even really know because like we weren't there or anything like that. But I, it didn't really render any positive results. So I mean, yeah, and I don't think we had COVID police coming into the salon, right? I mean, no, or, but they said they were going to do matter. that with the sheriffs. But then again, you know, we look at we've talked about this before, and the world's coming to the end, and they're they're taxing our our military to come in and get us people. Are those military people going to say, no, enough's enough. I'm not coming after Anthony. Right. Like, he's just a dude sitting there. Like, he ain't doing nothing wrong. Well, they I'm didn't do that in California. You know? So oh, the, no. No, everybody's on board. But I will. Now, I were will, those policemen? I don't mean to interrupt you. No. Were they policemen? Or? No, I think they were valet parkers for all the restaurants okay. that were closed. That's and they just put I uniforms thought. on They just them did and, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And got an hourly wage. Um, there is great news that happened recently in Los Angeles. So the sheriff of Los Angeles, he, Troy, to your point mm -hmm. about finally someone in authority like that's going to say, hey, 
Anthony's not doing anything. Why am I going to bug him or arrest him? Mm -hmm. During each of the holidays when we were told, you know, you can't go to the beach for the 4th of July, the beaches are closed, he said, oh, no way. We're not implementing that. So he was, you know, going around saying, we're just not going to do it. And who was this? This is the sheriff, sheriff. Of, the sheriff of Los Angeles. So like, hey, governors, the mayor, whatever, y'all can do what you want, but, but us police we're officers, we're, we're not, stepping we're, down. We're stepping back. Hmm. Yeah, we're not implementing it. I mean, especially <laughs> oh, the de guy. defund the police, they probably about had it. They're like, we're not going to, why should we worry about especially it? Especially in L.A. Exactly. <laughs> it's the least of our concerns. Right. Unbelievable. Well, it's good to know that at least maybe that they're pushing back a little bit because it's kind of scary when they start stepping up and make, you start getting the police involved and they're stepping up behind these crazy rules, we got problems. Well, my understanding is that in, in New Jersey, it was that way. So the state troopers, all the police, they were like, screw this. You know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna shut businesses down. We're not right. gonna, you know. Well, thank goodness. Well, but I mean, if you remember that Attila's gym, remember yeah. when they had, they had the troopers, I yeah. think it was either New Jersey, either the troopers but or they the shut it down. police. They shut it down, but then the cops were there, and they literally, the people revolted. The people rebelled. And the cops were basically like, we're not, we're just here. We told you what we had to tell you, and have a nice day. And exactly. they let them go in. Yeah. They yeah, don't want to deal. You think they want to deal with being babysitters and closing businesses down for people who are complying? For well, people who are taking precautions? It. No, well, good. That's my, is my whole question. I hope they're not on board with it. It's ridiculous. And I, I'm not sure why these people want to make these rules unless they just want to be dictators. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, it's a it's, it's I mean, power it's all, to them. Are these the the bully the kids that got bullied during school and now they're trying to get back at us or what? I don't know. They they make these crazy rules that. I mean, they're putting no telling how many people went out of business in California. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're talking families, uh, businesses, families, livelihoods. Just well, this is just salons. We're not talking about and everything how else. Get, how mean, did he not get recalled, Diane? How did Newsom? How did he not get recalled? Uh, Pelosi pulled something out of her. There's something called ballot harvesting. Are you are you all familiar with that? Mm -mm. California was one of the first states to implement it, and. Um, 13 states followed just before the 2018 midterm elections. And ballot harvesting is where anyone can take a bunch of ballots with the intent of going into neighborhoods and having people vote. So they take all the ballots, they go into neighborhoods, and they have people vote. Wait a minute. And wait sign a minute, wait it. A minute, wait a minute. And then they Did take they, them and drop them off. Can you Do they have their names on these ballots and they're going, or is these? These, These are, ballots are they blank ballots? Are they blank ballots and they're just walking into neighborhoods like down here on wherever? Right. On standing on the And they're gonna say who's filling this out, who's signing it. I'm not I'm not sure about that. I don't Because when I walk you know, you walk into a ballot place, it's your ballot, they hand it to you, it's got your name yeah, on it. This is just this is ballot harvesting. This is a this is a random Have you ballot. ever heard of that? This was something new that just started oh. prior to the oh, twenty eighteen. Really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise. But but Ooh, look at that. What at a coincidence. That time, at that time, um, there were 13 states that were doing it. So now I believe there's many more than that that do it. And so the recall, all those ballots, what can I say? I don't wow. know what you can say. Well, besides I, their efforts and their reasoning for doing that is to say it's making it easier to vote. We're coming to you that you can vote. But so you're, we com you're hear coming the to me with a blank ballot. It doesn't even have my well, name on it. I don't know. I don't know that that's true. Right. It okay. could be, it could be. But still, I'm still coming to your house. And, and you just got a regular person. So how can you even validate this person? Right. If this how person do you know, said, I don't have that's an what ID. I mean. How do you and know? The people that are out there collecting these ballots doing this. How do you know they're going incentive. to the person's house? I mean, there's probably just, some incentive. If you bring back it, 100 it could just ballots go on and that are done. I mean, it can. There's just too many frauds that can happen with that. Well, uh, again, that's what I'm saying. If you hire this person, there's probably like thresholds. If you just go out all day long and you come back and no ballots are signed, they're not going to pay you the hundred dollars or whatever else. So they're going to incentivize you to bring back as many ballots as possible to do this. So and I they mean, call it ballot harvesting. That's perfect name yes, for it. Yes. Yes. That's what it I is. All Diane's done today is just scare me more. That's all it's done. <laughs> you know, it's just frighten me. Yeah. You, should be, you should be scared. I should be very you scared. Be scared. And I don't. We don't want this heading our way. Yeah. I mean, keep your blue to your. I know you're not, but right. right. So I don't have any statistics on this, but I know, in general, the people that are leaving for states that are free, 
like Florida, Texas, for the most part of Texas. Right. Um, they're conservatives. And the ones that are liberals that are leaving and fleeing the, the horror of the cities like San Francisco and Los Angeles, they're moving to San Diego. Wow. So just to, so to turn that place into and, another and, crap shit hole. Well, Orange County. In, so when I was in San Diego last time, it was definitely a change there, too. I mean, it's you start seeing that stuff. And that was even pre-COVID. I haven't even been there. I was there. The, the last time I was there was the year before COVID. Well, I do believe that the only way that we'll get out of this mess as a country and revolution. I was just gonna well, the revolution go. and and yes, to the point of revolution. The only way we're going to do it is individually and locally, one by one, step by step, all over the country. No, but, I, but it, it's the people we talk to, and we we talk to a lot of people, and I know that we lean a certain way. But I never have anyone not even argue, and I don't mean argue about, but. It seems like everyone, we all agree. That's because you're in Florida. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm in Georgia. I'm wherever, but yeah, Georgia's just as bad, I guess. But just as good. I mean, you may be right. It's but just I, as good. But we're right. Well, yeah. to a point that you just said about starting at a local place, and it's something we've learned hard way here in Lee County, Florida, is our school board. Because in theory, these people had been elected, but they're not politically. Um, they're non-political positions so somebody doesn't have to necessarily come out and say i i vote democrat or i vote republican so when you're doing your due diligence on these people of which most people don't do and those that do and publish this information those that don't not even read it anyways most of the time that these people get in and all of a sudden we're finding like in our board meetings this one specific lady that she needs to go bad like she's sitting there talking about the insurrection and stuff, but they're supposed to be non-political. And somehow this insurrection, which is the silliest, yeah, they're a school board. Yeah, the silliest <laughs> it's not thing the House ever. of Representatives. Yeah, and she's sitting there talking about this kinds of stuff, and she's taking offense to anybody that's has an, an opposing opinion, like a typical person that stands far on the left. And here she is, one of the. Um, People like on the leaders. Board. And yeah. she's not just one of the board members. She's like the board member that kind of floats over all of them. So she's got a, even a higher position. Um, this lady's just lost her mind. Now, there's really only one lady on our school board that has a single person that's like this. Otherwise, what they're the all crazy. What kind of rabbit hole is he fucking going down? <laughs> Local government. I mean, well, this Jesus is government. Christ, shut up. Okay. <laughs> now listen. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Listen, you're your school board. Easy. Shut we up we already. We need, a, we need a, a global movement. He's been on this school board a for global, six months, so he's been eating them a new movement. Gentlemen, I'm going to rope you in. <laughs> now, please don't. You know. What Troy is saying is absolutely essential. Oh, no doubt. We're back to We're back. That's what I was going to say. He's talking about the public. That's how we're going to change it. Getting to the individual. in the, so, the schools. School board member right here, Troy. It is. And for candidacy. your local government. Troy, Troy, it is for school. I think he's school all over. President. The only problem is he's got a lot of skeletons. <laughs> he's got a lot of skeletons. They did ask Again, me. I don't we'll have the time for it. And honestly, that probably wouldn't no, you'd be, be the be best a cluster. You'd be awful. You wouldn't show up. And you'd we run the school board. The school board doesn't run us. Oh, next what I mean? year. Next really? Year. What about the government in California? Who runs that? Who's voting all them people in? That's another question. Diane, are we the outnumbered that might bad out there? Uh, last time I looked at stats of, for example, how many people voted for the mayor of Los Angeles. I think it was something like 8,000 people in the city of Los Angeles. Oh, so that's not that has many. has a population of 10 million that are legal, that are documented. So. Yeah, no so one. no one's even voting. For <laughs> wow, <laughs> they're completely wow. disconnected. They're I didn't even think of that. Well, I well, thought, well, that's like the same thing, in, even in New York. So they don't even care. There's just that many. They like, hate the mayor, and he's he's supposed to be one of them. But they they look at him. First of all, New York City, it's seven to one Democrats over Republicans, seven to one. Well, and they still hate him. Diane, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. I enjoyed it. Thank you. I'm. I'm it's interesting because you don't, I don't go out. I've never been to, well, I've thrown, flown through LA, that's it, but mm -hmm. I've never been there. Yeah. And it used to be like my wife and I wanted to go to San Francisco was, and this wasn't that long ago. Not that long ago. I'm talking five, right. six years and I'm like, it's beautiful. I wouldn't touch and nothing personal, but I'm not going there. There's no way would I spend my money to go out there now. 
and it used to be some place we'd want to see. So it's amazing how quick things change. That's yeah. the scary part. So the, thank you. You're very welcome. And, so, and to what you'd say, it is very scary and it's happening rapidly. And as time goes on, it's happening even more rapidly. So I'm, I hope that if anyone's listening, they, um, that's I mean, the key at, question. They, open, they open their eyes to <laughs> what's going on and at least get involved locally. I mean, in a gorgeous state. Look what's happening. I mean, why can't they do it to Kansas or something? No, no leave Kansas alone. No. They've like been just Kansas fine, to, all three people that are listen, there. Listen, we I have, like the deer hunt in Kansas, we but California is gorgeous. One listener in the UK. Let yeah. it happen. Let it in the UK. Give them the UK. Give them the UK. I think the only way this is going to happen, and I think it's starting to happen globally, is you see people revolting. You yes. see people fighting back. And one of the things that Diane, and, and when she said it, I was like, well, I don't. I remember it, but I didn't know that's what they called it, was the, the pink pussy hat protesters. It's about to get on in here. Remember all those, the women? I thought it was just here in Washington or in the States. Diane let me on. It was all over the world. Global. I, I had thought no it was idea. breast cancer. No, <laughs> breast cancer. That's a pink it's ribbon. Pink. Who the hell came up with a pussy hat well, anyways? The, that's just crazy. Like, is, did they get a patent on no, that? No, it's just they, a did pink they get hat. Well, the same. It wasn't like a vagina on their head. That's yeah. what the intentions is, isn't it? I hope so, not. So that, that came Diane, out. Diane, I hate for you to answer this, but can you answer <laughs> that for us? She's like, I used to cut her hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, my understanding is that came out of um, the, uh, the protest about Donald Trump being oh, recorded. Oh, when he grabbed, when he grabbed, grabbed by Bush. Yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently women all over the world, now imagine this not being organized. I think it's very organized. Yes. All knitted these pink pussy hats and protested all around the world. And it was for the purpose of um, just putting down... Just protest. Men, protesting right. men. But, but they... Um, they were in Washington, D.C., so that was for the inauguration of Donald Trump. Hmm. And that, that's what happened. Hmm. And you had a high-profile client, which I'm sure you had many, but yeah. I think we mentioned one in particular that you had uh, somebody who was very high-profile and was very hypocritical, and you witnessed it firsthand. Yes. So aside from Madonna saying she wanted to burn down the White House that day, remember that? Yeah. yeah. On she, television, right? Or Johnny Depp saying well, there was a few of them assassinate. Yes, assassinate. Yeah. I think what's her name was leaving. What's her old dreadlock? What's her name? The that gummit she's Whoopi. on. The, Whoopi. Whoopi. Wasn't Whoopi leaving? <laughs> yeah, she's still here. But anyway. So anyway. Anyway, so the day of the inauguration, there were many people that spoke. Um, Madonna was one of them, wanting to burn down the White House. And then what really struck me was um, a very famous feminist, uh, Gloria Steinem. I so, was going to say Steinem. Yeah, be. she's you know she's been a feminist since the 1960s and um, very well known for that. And she got up that day and said, "Down with patriarchs." It's about matriarchs. So putting down men. So the whole pink pussy hat movement was pretty much to chop men's balls off. And women, emancipation taking over, taking over. Well, I don't know about emancipation, but taking over What's the role of men. That's when you cut the. Uh oh, getting married, <laughs> isn't that what happens pretty much? After you know, at least not for the first yeah, three but, years. I mean, this is a different level of just getting married. Your balls cut off. Like what? The, what they're this looking for? This is like for. in the public square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This like, is like literally chopping your balls. So where and, did we get, them? Where did this go? It didn't go anywhere. So it, it didn't, didn't go anywhere. In fact, that's the imbalance. Definitely in the United States of America, where the women have taken on roles of men for many decades now, and they're in a masculine role, and then it emasculates the men. men, and then the men are just like. You Fuck know, it. Not allowed to open doors for women anymore. They're not allowed to compliment them on their beautiful clothes. That's improper. Right. You can never so, say you look good. Yeah. So it ties into society today. So the feminist movement in general, and again, we're talking about Gloria Steinem being there that day saying that, um, I think it's, it's unfair because in her private world, she's very feminine. She's very soft, you know, very passive, receptive. Um, she's living a nice feminine life. I, mean, I literally never heard this until I listen to the uh, Yosani Park I don't know if you know her the, the one with the North Korean and she's a North Korean defector and she said when she went to Columbia University that her 
professors were telling her when a man opened the door for a woman that it's a sign that they're looking down the woman and treating them less and i'm like yeah if i didn't hold a door for a woman i got my the back of my head smacked it's all man it's a sign of respect i never even i never heard of that 58 years old i've never heard of that in my life i'm like that's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard and that's what she's being taught at columbia at our universities here in the states and we could go on and on because she had a lot of things about i mean it was really bad yeah this has been been coming on for for decades now and so we need them to stand up yeah we need to stand up and open my door anytime you'd like you can offer me a nice cool iced tea and I'll bat my eyelashes and say thank you I know I'd take advantage of every bit of it if (laughs) I was you kidding me exactly why not I'm enjoying the men of the south let me tell you well good well Well, glad well welcome yeah you're always welcome we'll hold the door open for you here anytime Diane I can't always welcome back thank you I know we didn't even get we hit on a lot of different things, but there's so much more, and uh, hopefully we'll I have you always, back. Yeah, we're not going. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah, oh, good. Well, at least thank we you very much for coming. So I appreciate it. So and it was nice of you to show up, Troy. You hung in for the whole time. I, I thought you were going to have to. I got to get him out of here. I, I've so. been texting my meeting saying I'm running a little behind. <laughs> I got to get him. I got I'm tying up an emergency at a job. There you go. Right, I'm getting you out of here. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Until All right, next gentlemen, time. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right, boys. Thank you. Okay. See you soon. Stay odd. Yeah, don't get even. Get odd. Tune in next time for another episode of the Oddfathers podcast. Stay odd, baby.